Hello, and welcome to another episode of Two Drunk Chumps, Chachi and Cheddar. Uh, we're just hanging out here. We're uh, enjoying our beverages, uh, drinking a nice before and after 12 percenter import. Um, what do you think about uh, that one? It is, uh, it had a little hoo now, but uh, definitely decent after the first couple sips. Well, it only gets better with time. Exactly. So uh, we talked about all kinds of music last week. Um, you know, where music has been, where is it going? Um, right now, it doesn't look like, you know, it's really going anywhere, but kind of blending all together. Uh, we briefly discussed the topic of cover songs and do they deserve airplay? You know, what is what makes a good cover song um, previously i have said that if it sounds exactly like the original and the original artist is still out there performing that that doesn't deserve any airtime yeah and i think we agree on that if, if if you're not doing anything different if you're just playing the notes it's it's you know go karaoke it's not worthy of a cover unless you're you know like a live band at a concert Absolutely, yeah, entertain, entertain the fans. fans. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not a big deal for fun. that, but but it's it's not something that belongs on the radio, on I guess on the internet is fine because you can always choose something else. But yeah, I, I if I want to hear some some music by a band, I I would like to hear their take on whatever it is rather than just the original. And I think there are some bands out there that are, you know very religious they do not play cover songs you know they just want to play their music and i i feel i don't mind do you like cover songs by in a concert at a concert there i think is again i prefer to hear the their take that artist's take on the the old song it because it shows their tribute to past, and I, and I like that. Right, and the the bands that have like the attitudes like, oh, we don't do covers. I'm like, I, I, to me, it's like they kind of get this attitude that like they're better than covers, you know, and it's like looking down on bands that do cover. I, it's fun, you know, it, the the fans like it. I, I think absolutely. Like, we want to be entertained, and we also like to know or at least hear stuff that we've identified with in the past so are you not entertained <laughs> did you finally watch that movie yes okay <laughs> um but, but yeah, yeah going to, to, to concerts and having an artist decide that they're going to pay tribute by playing a cover i think is completely warranted and artist decides that they want to play their own stuff all the time that's fine but don't show me the attitude where i'm not going to respect so speaking of cover songs so we'll discuss i mean there's covers are are there covers that are better than the original so we're going to go through a few of some of the cover songs that were, you know, maybe you got confused or didn't realize it was a cover, cover song. Time. It's easy to do sometimes. I know I've been there. So, first one on the list, the, the Fugees, Fugees, Killing Me Softly with his song. 
Yeah, this is one that, that I remember enjoying a little bit. It was a little bit outside of, of my particular taste, but it, it I I remember it back in the nineties as being a pretty pretty good R and B song or, or, or you know, popular song. And um I had no idea that it was actually a cover. Yeah, it was the essential Fuji song. I mean Absolutely. that was that was it. Um but yeah, that was uh that was a cover. Um so the, the next one on the list, uh, Johnny Cash's Hurt. Now, clearly you were living in a hole if you didn't realize that was a Nine Inch Nails cover song. Well, I don't know. A lot of people didn't particularly at uh, station or, or paid attention to that style of music. So even today, I even wonder if if Johnny Cash had done that originally and he's just updating a version of it. But no, Nine Inch Nails did the original. Cash covered it uh, just a few months passing. But the the video, I mean, it is hard, hard to, to watch, watch that, that video. He it was so many flashbacks. Of, you know, it was like the video was a documentary of his life. His, his life and his career, and, and it, it really was momentous, right? A very, very poignant. And it was it was a different, it was an, just an awesome cover. I mean, really enjoyable. It's just like, you know, one of those that just punches in you in the Raw chest. Raw emotion. Yeah. Just seeing, seeing Johnny in the, in the state he was in. Um, it's, it's a tough video to watch. That being said... I really do like the original. I like I like them both. You know, they it depends on you know it depends on the mood you're in. Um, you know, for me, it just you know I I do like them both. I still I, I'm a big Johnny Cash fan. I'm a big Nine Inch Nails fan. I you know it just uh, their way. Oh yeah, they're they're both both very good renditions of the song, and I don't think it would matter if either of them showed up in a playlist. I I I would not skip those. So another band that uh, did a few covers um, that's in our wheelhouse is Rage Against the Machine. Um, so one of them they did was How I Could Just Kill a Man, and I I did not know this was a Cypress Hill cover. I just gave a look, going really, um, you know. Although I, I should not, not be, be too, too surprised. surprised. Um, Raging Against the Machine had a whole album full of covers that that were awesome in their own right. So uh, interesting that this was a, a Cypress Hill cover, but it was all good. Yeah, and you know now you can go see you know the <laughs> Prophets of Rage with uh, Cypress Hill and Raging Against the Machine all together, and you can. Uh, I, is that a, is it still a cover now? If you've got Cypress Hill singing and Rage Against the Machine playing the music, how, is that is that it's how a does super that work? Group. I, yeah, that's a that is a really odd thing. I, maybe it's just uh, original now. I, I yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, I mean, you get plenty of times time. when when artists. It really just amounts to the front man, and the the rest of the band is they're they're rotating. So maybe this is a case where the rotating band ends up being a really good rotating yeah. band. 
All right. Uh, yeah, it's uh, we're gonna enjoy that concert coming up here in August, I believe. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, next on the list, Chris Cornell. Nothing compares to you. Um, which is a is that a Prince cover or? I thought it was Sinead O'Connor, but, but yeah. yeah. So wait, wait, who did it originally? So it was a, a Prince song. song. Okay. Covered by Sinead O'Connor, covered by Chris Cornell. But was Chris Cornell covering Sinead O'Connor or Prince? Uh, you know, I don't know if I've heard Prince's rendition of it, so I really know what to say. Um, regardless, uh, we, we watched a, a couple of clips a little while ago, and I wasn't a huge fan of this version of the song, so you know, I'll have to leave it up to Chachi to a different take on it. Yeah, you know, I don't know. The We watched it was a, a live concert video. It wasn't, I don't know if it was actually on an album. Um, wasn't mentioned if it was. It, it seemed like more of a, a concert cover, which is fine. And I'm sure it was great in concert. But I don't know that, you know, I've heard it a few times on the radio since, you know, but I think it's only since Chris has passed that, uh, that I've heard it. I don't think it really yeah, they played it before that. They, they definitely, definitely decided to... Uh, play a lot more of his past and, and a great tribute to him. I don't want to want to say that they called for at all. Um, but the the also I was not a particular fan of that rendition. Uh, Nate O'Connor, not that I was particularly a fan of, of popular music that one at the time but it was poignant. Definitely a song at the time all right so next question who originally sang all along the watchtower has to be jimmy right it was not jiminy hendrix no it was not it was bob dylan huh uh, you know, in in my recollection i i only remember jimmy hendrix going you know just jamming to that but I think in the Watchmen movie, they used the Bob Dylan version of All on the Watchtower. Hmm. And the comedian's, uh, I believe it was the comedian's funeral, Bob Dylan version and not the Jimi Hendrix. Okay. And I think that's probably the first time I've heard that. I did not pick up on that. But I, 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 I dug Jimmy. Uh, so another one, um, I Will Always Love You. I did not realize it, but this was apparently a Dolly Parton cover by Whitney Houston. And Whitney, 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 I mean, she she nailed it. She hit it out of the park. And that was from uh, the 1992 movie The Bodyguard. I don't think I ever watched that movie. I remember it being really popular, but not exactly the type of movie I was into at, well, at the time. My my family was into watching pretty much every single new release. I, I have to admit, I I saw the movie, but Whitney Houston again hit that song. Um, some another Dolly Parton cover. Um, the White Stripes covering Jolene. So I didn't realize the White Stripes covered this song. Uh, we watched the video a while back, and a little different. Uh, then again, White Stripes is... You're saying the White Stripes are different? No, what? Yeah, well, the, 
they're different in their own way, which is amazing. Uh, well, that's what, what was, was so nice about, about the cover, cover is that they, they they were different because they well, don't the exist is, anymore. But, but, but yeah. he. The, the, they did a, a, a pretty cool job of, of playing just the, the their own version of it, and I liked it. Yeah, yeah, it was an interesting version. It makes you, you know, want to go see Jack White perform now. Absolutely. Um, another one, uh, Jeff Buckley covering Leonard Cohen on Hallelujah. Inter- this song apparently is one of the most covered songs history i mean there's many many versions out there you know you've seen it in track um, yeah yeah i i, I i'm kind of speechless only because it's like okay so who is jeff buckley what 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 version are we talking about because yeah there's so many different people that have done this song that i'm struggling to be able to properly you know identify his version versus you know the 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 or 30 or 50 or 100 other ones right Right. and i think one of the things is um an interesting fact about the song is that leonard cohen you know liked to change the lyrics on that that song almost every time he sang it so there's every version you might have a different uh different version of the lyrics that wasn't you know consistent so it's when you hear the covers, you know, say, "Oh, that's not the right; those aren't the right lyrics." Well, they, you know, they changed a lot. So, you know, those how how you know uh, what the right lyrics are. Uh, so, uh, so another big one um, that you know, I guess, depending on who you ask, is the original artist of "With a Little Help from My Friends." Yeah, this this uh, apparently was uh, a good cover. Oh. By Joe Cocker, uh, from the Beatles, obviously, and uh, the challenge that I had was my my household was Rolling Stones household, so I did not really be get used to a whole lot of Beatles songs in my childhood, so I couldn't even tell you who was who when it came to the song. Yeah, I think I was probably, you know, first introduced by the Joe Cocker version um, before I realized it was, you know, the Beatles or well. But, but both, both versions, I, I mean, I think they both hold their own. Yeah, yeah since, since, since since I've uh, left my, my childhood home, I've definitely, definitely heard both versions and can appreciate both for, for the takes that they've done. Classics in their own right. Um, and back to uh, Raging It's the Machine. Another great cover they did, I think, was The Ghost of Tom Joad. Uh, Bruce. Yeah, I would not have realized that at all. But um, I've, I've been fans of uh, a big, their, their Renegades album was extremely talented and I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think that's you know, one of my you know one of my favorite you know go-to uh raid songs you know i just that a lot it's right up there you know with killing depends on what mood i'm in if i really want to you know get crazy it's going to be killing in the name of but if uh you know feel a little more mellow maybe the little little ghost of tom jode but no no i'd have to check but i'm not even sure that song was on the renegades album left out on its own We'll leave that up to you to, to find out. Leave that mystery out, a little nugget for you to go. And so what uh, What was Janis Joplin's biggest hit? 
I there there's a lot out there, but me and Bobby McGee has to be the top, right? And that was uh, that, that was, was her song, song right? Um, had to be right. No, uh, that was written by the great Chris Christopherson, great musician, actor, rough guy, member of the Highwaymen. Yeah, I. That's another one that you know would not have guessed of, but yeah. Me and Bobby McGee. So you know, Bobby is that a girl or a boy? Who you know? Who knows? It is all right. So we've uh, been discussing you know some of the you know more interesting and maybe unusual cover songs. Some of the goods. Uh, so some of the surprising takes of. Oh wait, who wrote that? Right. Um, but there are a lot of them out there. A lot. You know, it's one of the great things I love. Uh, you know about the internet today is being able to find all this music absolutely it's a it's a great there's so many covers and so many people doing covers it's really fun so i hope you enjoyed it hope go check out uh look for some uh interesting covers out there you know some bands make their make their name by doing cover songs and start doing their own stuff but it's always fun all right uh, that's it for this episode uh see you on the flip side i'm chachi and i'm cheddar enjoy